0: We're talking about the ones with the gumballs that aren't even in their eye sockets, right?
1: <laughs> the fucking Ninja Turtle one.
2: Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Ninja were, Turtle yeah, one. Exactly. I forgot about that one. And they had Sonic ones and shit. I mean, I was always just the what classic push up, the orange push up pop, or. Those were pretty good. What was the bomber? The rocket one. Is that the red, white, and blue one? Is it the rocket? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I always cool. just called it the rocket. Yeah. But maybe an ice cream sandwich no idea. every once in a while. I mean, oh yeah, ice cream sandwiches always hit. But I mean, that was a tough decision. You didn't you, one. You like you said, we didn't have a bunny, so you couldn't buy everything. So you had to be committed. <laughs> so you had to know, like, what do I feel today, and that's going to be my decision. Nothing
0: else. That kind of reminds me of. Uh, I don't. Have you ever seen uh, that movie with uh, what's his name in it? Uh, it it's it's Corky Romano and with uh, what's his name? He was a knight at the Roxbury. I forget his name. Uh, Oh, Chris Catan. Like, there was a C- Chris Catan and like one of his brothers was like illiterate and in the movie he was like uh there was he was an ice cream stand and he's like, uh yeah, give me some of that uh Rocky Road and he's like, sir, the flavors are on the screen. He's like, uh, give me some uh chunky uh whatever, yeah. He's like, Sir, the flavors are on and it's like three flavors strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. <laughs> oh such a funny movie.
2: So what have you guys been up to?
0: I've been into rewatching Dragon Ball.
2: Ever since um, last week?
0: Hell, I would... Dude, like, out of all the series of Dragon Ball, like, Dragon Ball, just Dragon Ball, is probably the best one out of all. Yes, they have better fight scenes than the other ones, but it's so much... It's just so good. Like,
1: I started I watching know, exactly. the first episode a few yeah. weeks ago. And I was like, this is weird. It's so good. And then I was like, I'm gonna going Ball to watch Dragon Ball Z first. And so I started, I'm watching Dragon Ball Z from the beginning right now.
0: Bro, it hits so differently. Like, it, I mean, we know how Goku is. He's an idiot. He is a complete we, fucking I mean, idiot. Obviously. Like. But he fell on his head on a soft spot through a fucking canyon, a waterfall canyon, and hit his head. And that's how he became. What he is now, a pure-hearted boy, because he's he's a little uh, he's,
1: uh, he's got an IQ of like twelve, dude. Like
0: <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, and that is why he's able to fly the uh the Nimbus cloud because he's pure of heart because he doesn't know any better. He's he's his brain is mush. He so he has <laughs> he donkey like brains. He wasn't. Yes, he has donkey brains, but he's just the strongest man on the, in the galaxy. He's a savant. He savant. is a savant. Like, you should watch it, Zach. If you've never seen Dragon Ball, it's way it's really good. It's, it's way better than where all he's the like picking up
1: Bulma's series. skirt to look at her panties all the time, dude.
0: Well, first of all, he doesn't know any better. Second, uh, he doesn't know any better. He, okay, <laughs> first, second, he third, actually he lives in the woods. He, yeah, first, okay, first, he doesn't know any better. Two, he's lived in the woods with his grandpa for for 12 years with no other one else and he's never seen a woman which is hilarious by the way when he ran into chi chi like he every woman he runs into he's literally like (laughs) he's literally touching the front of them to see if they are a boy or a girl because he can't tell the difference for some goddamn it's because he hit his head remember it's got (laughs) donkey brains dude it's so funny man uh but yeah what have uh what else have y'all been into
1: me okay. i uh, i uh, just um was dealing with a battery issue got it taken care of european cars are more difficult to fucking get a battery for so that was annoying and then um i went ahead and watched boogeyman yesterday it was okay
0: boogeyman oh
1: how was that it's uh what the it's hell out in the theaters the right one, now right? it's just like a scary movie type thing
2: so what about you, Junior? What have you been up to? Just just a lot of work, man. Just uh, trying to get to this vacation that just got approved this morning. So uh, got to work basically three more weeks and then I'll be on vacation. So looking forward to that. Nice. What about you, Josh? When are you taking vacation?
0: Pff, vacation? What's that? Do you not take vacation?
1: <laughs> you work at a corpo environment? Retail corpo <laughs> environment where they give you time for every based on how much time you work.
0: Yeah, they don't give me much, so it doesn't even matter. It's not like my job's actually hard anyway.
2: And yet, you always like, so like I don't want to go unless in. it's
0: like the holidays. Yeah, like I I told you there was like this video I found on TikTok, and it was just this random video on your front page like for your for your page is like just random shit that they might think you might like and like it's just this guy and he's like don't want to go into work just shit your pants and go to work shit your pants then you can go home and i was like my god it's so simple <laughs> but he's like but you'll be known as the guy that shits your pants at work
1: <laughs> but that's fine because then it's like uh, let's not add, let's not see if he can come in today he might shit his pants <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah it's it's like it's only to be used once because if you do it twice then it then you might have to make some, some lie or some excuse that you have like Crohn's or ibs or some shit like
1: you should do it yeah, like I'm... you know i don't know if you guys still do it where you work but like you used to have like shift meetings where we would all like talk for a second in the slow period of the day, that's where you do it. You're just standing there. You're looking at your your manager <laughs> in the eye, and just like, "Shit!" And you're just like, "Oh no, did that, oh,
2: I, did that just happen?" I, I, <laughs> so I guess you know uh, we had Zayna on Lord Zed a while back, and she was she did Days and Confused, and everybody wants some. And you know you were your double feature last week, a little bit of like, um. Little run little run and um train spotting just coming in like just summer like her summertime vibe with days and confused and everybody wants them and then the chaoticness like I, I didn't even know about run little run but i think the way you explained it was like just i felt like there was a romantic summertime vibe going so like when i think about growing up as a kid these movies were some like in my head like i always remember watching these movies and and like like just for some reason whatever like feeling like these were like I relatable to my 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 love life as an eight-year-old 10-year-old 12-year-old whatever like it just seemed like the unrequited love part of it right like the hopeless romantic so you know these had John Cusack in both movies so um you know the that's kind of why I picked it for the double feature just because I felt like that was kind of the vibe and when I think back of like that time frame and then even as a teenager, I would watch these, you know, when I, when I could, but like, I think they're encapsulate, I guess, what I thought, you know, of you know, a boy trying to get a girl, like the, the pain and the struggle and the unrequited, you know, love part of it like that. I think that influenced me a little bit. <laughs> so that's kind of why I picked it, but also they're just, I, you know, I just remember them as being like these funny, like off the wall like movies that like were just made no sense but like I just loved them as a kid especially like I think I think I watched both of these but by the time I was like 10 and they just seemed so you know the cartoon characters and like it just you know you're 10 years old you're like okay this movie is cartoon there's some animations and it's also got these funny people in there right like so like that's kind of why I chose him, but what do you guys? You
0: also said that you also, I think you mentioned that the person that was animating it was the person that was directing mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah.
2: So all the That's animations were done by director. His name was Savage Steve Holland, is his name. So, Savage.
0: so wait, was it, did he name himself <laughs> Savage later on in life or was that his actual
2: name? I think it was just like a nickname, maybe. I I don't know. I mean, it's on his ID, IMDb credits, and on the credits of the movie. Like that's Savage Steve all. Steve. It's, all it's, that's
1: weird. I saw that. It says the hand drawn animation was done by Holland's collaborator Bill Cop.
0: Bill Cop. Yeah. What's up with these names, man? Savage. <laughs> Savage. Savageo Press that's darth maul's
2: brother (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) yeah i mean he had a collaborator right is that what it said yeah it says that the animated portions were animated by steve holland's collaborator well probably like the animated part of it like because he yeah
0: because to do all that stuff you do need uh, i wouldn't say a whole team but you need more than one person to do that
2: yeah, I think what it was is he just provided the hand drawing, like what they look like. He created the the hand drawing of what they would look like, and then his collaborator animated that.
0: Mm, I think it was in one crazy you. summer that when makes sense. they were doing the actual like when they were doing the process of drawing. He's like he was doing the penciling, one was doing the coloring, you know. Yeah. So he we had that he had that little insight of how the animation process works. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. You like most people don't
2: know stuff like. That. Yeah, that was interesting. Like, yeah. I, I completely forgot that that sequence was in the movie, but Josh was like, oh yeah, man, they're doing this is like a, uh, what do you call it?
0: A- well, like a studio, an anime studio, yeah. or some shit. <laughs> but uh, but now everything's all digitally drawn and stuff. Not anyone, no one's hand drawing stuff, or not much hand drawing has been going on right now because that shit takes a lot more, um, uh, manpower. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: and and he was quoted as so like how he came about was. He was going to some kind of art institute f- to be an animator, and he shot a. He had this short called "My Eleven Year My Eleven Year Old Birthday Party," and I guess something like weird happened, and so he created a short for it. But he was le- using all the live, like he was using all the equipment from the live part of the school, and he realized, like, "Hey, dude, like shooting live action is so much more fun and easy." He's like, you know, it. In order to do a three sh- three minute short, it's like nine months of drawing, like doing animation like it's just it's more time consuming so that's kind of how he shifted from animation into live action and then that video got sold at like the lost the la film festival and harry henry winkler Mr the the Fonz himself like saw it and that's how he got with them he's like hey do you have any other stories and uh henry winkler's production company first started to develop like better off dead but then i think he went to another production company so like that's kind of how so better off dead is his directorial debut he only had his 11 minute short animation film before he did better off dead so um but it's kind of weird i don't know if y'all looked him up like he had those he had better off dead and one crazy summer back to back and then after that one crazy summer wasn't a big success and so he disappeared for a while Um, Well, i saw that
1: like he had set so basically what i had also seen was john cusack screened better off dead Mm. while filming one crazy summer and absolutely fucking hated it. Mm -hmm. He was like, and he went off on fucking this dude. And apparently the dude later on said that that turned him off from movies for a while. Um, But I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, a bunch of people love these movies, right? I think you and a bunch of people. And so John Cusack's like, well, it's great that a bunch of people, you know, like the movies, it's, you know, whatever it, but I didn't like it. And I feel that way about a lot of my movies, he said. He's like, it could always be better, but I'm glad
2: everybody liked it.
1: And I was like, that's interesting.
2: So is John Cusack just this tortured soul? Like he got pigeonholed and like all his movies could be better, but, you know.
1: Maybe. I think he had also said like he, he felt like he was made to look f- foolish and better off dead. And that's why he was really upset. And he said he would never
2: work with this guy again after this. I mean, but I guess you know I, I didn't seem like he came off. The character was just like, like a what? What would be the word? A procrastinator. Like I didn't think it was it was foolish. He just, I don't know. We'll get into it. But like it is interesting when you think of John Cusack's in the eighty. Like he had these two movies. Say any? It say anything? Right? Where he's holding boombox. Like you know, I guess that's why everyone says he's uh, American sweetheart. America's sweetheart, bro. Right? Because he was always playing these. Lovable losers trying to get the girl or whatever. Um,
0: also, I, I've been I've been wanting to say this for for a while. Doesn't John Cusack suspiciously look like Kevin Spacey just a little bit?
1: Am I, have, I, am I crazy? Do you have face blindness,
0: bro. I'm not saying exactly. Well, I mean he is
1: similar and he has you. brown hair.
0: There you go. <laughs> there you go.
2: Uh, he, yeah,
0: I'm not crazy. Y'all ha- dude. Y'all have to see I, they look similar. Well, I'll have
2: to I'll like double check similar. that. Like but they I do I will like, say recently as he's gotten older, like the older picture of John Cusack I've seen recently, it kind of made me think of Nick Cage a little bit. Like Oh God, an older I haven't seen an older Cusack. Yeah, recently. it's it's like, you know, he that that trying to hold on to a youthful look, I guess is probably the best way to describe it. So obviously was this y'all both of y'all's first time watching these movies? Yes. Yes. So what are y'all thoughts? I really. I mean, which movie do we want to start with? I guess let's just go in order, I guess. Better off dead was the first one. And then uh, and like you said, I, I guess I didn't I didn't know they were shooting it while they were like sh- already shooting the other one you I think you mentioned.
1: Well, I think he was like doing the editing post production while the other one was filming, and then okay. it finally screened during the they were when they were filming the second one. But like, mm, I I really didn't like Better Off Dead. Um, I mean, it's a good like, I feel like movie for people the age of like six to twelve. But the the story was really like <laughs> meandering and like weird. Um, and the animation really threw me off because I was like, what the fuck are they trying to do with incorporating that into this? I got like school of house rock vibes at that mm-hmm. aspect. And then they like, and the claymation hamburgers as like, what the fuck is going on here? But it really did like that sunny episode really
2: encapsulated <laughs> that movie oh, yeah. so well. So what are you, what were your thoughts, Josh, on better off dead.
0: Um, like, I mean, it's better. I like that one better than One Crazy Summer, even though One Crazy Summer had some f- pretty funny moments. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, for some reason, I've told Junior this and like it gave off a national lampoon like movie with its just things just tend to happen and they don't need any explanation whatsoever. And you know what I mean? Like whenever they were making love in the car and then like the car, the, the tires get stolen and they never go back to it. It's just, yeah, it's, that, just, that it's like when you're watching, it's like when you're watching a airplane, things just happen and then they move on to the next joke.
1: But that scene, that was weird because they only flashed to it because they didn't, he like zoned out while he was doing the homework on the board. Right? Yeah. And it's like, is that just him? thinking about that and then i thought they were going to come back to his problem is going to be like perfectly correct because he had like this long problem done out on the yeah. board and they didn't he was just like can i ask out beth and i was like what the fuck
2: <laughs> bro that had uh, that made me think like oh that this kind of maybe just kind of it may you know influence uh what's the name mike judge for office space like how his the character is always thinking everyone what they say about ann is like they're, he's sleeping you know? Like, I just feel like Ann's cheating on me. He's like, yeah, I get that feeling too. Like, that Dude, <laughs> the
1: guy in the second movie that was like the son that they were racing in the boats looks like the guy who talks about the O-face in Office. Oh, O-face.
2: yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> no, but I think Josh kind of hit it. It, it. Better Off Dead, one, watching it this time and just realizing, I think, it's like, uh, and, and and you said, right, like they encapsulated perfect in that Sunny episode because I didn't, I forgot in the Sunny episode, they, they, do, they do a throwback to Porky's, that scene like looking through the hole of the girl. Like that's what this movie was watching it this time. Like, oh, there's so many little, they were trying to encapsulate everything from the 80s in it, right? Um, even like the schoolhouse rock vibe. But um, you think about like the girl from, uh, Beth is the girl from Nightmare on Elm Street that gets cut up on the ceiling, right? And in one scene in the lunchroom, the guy standing behind her is wearing a Freddy Krueger sweater. So it's like <laughs> yeah, those little. That. Things Was that like-
1: filmed before or after? Like, what? When did Nightmare on Elm Street come
2: out? Well, didn't Nightmare come out in eighty two? Let's see. Eighty four, oh, so a year before. Crazy. Oh wow. So, yeah, that's it's interesting. That's interesting. And then, like, the the guy that owned the pig bur- the Pig Burger, like, that's that's the actor that plays Porky in the movie Porky's. He owns a huh. strip club. So, like, there's these little moments. And, dude, I, Josh was actually on this one. I was, remember when he tells a joke and his buddy Charles DeMar just, kept, just starts laughing like crazy <laughs> and, like, even goes back to the table where they're sitting and keeps laughing. I go, where is, have I seen that before? And Josh goes, bro, that's Goose from Top Gun. I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like, I was like, "This seems familiar to me." And again, Top Gun '84 too. So like, whether he'd seen those movies and just had those kind of ideas, but like, there's a lot of that in the movie. And yes, it's very surreal, like, like. But I think for me, it makes me think now, like, that's what it felt like to be a teenager. Like, like his brother, who's a super genius. Like, it's like him playing, like what you said, Josh Zach. It's like maybe he's playing all this up in his mind. He's seeing it differently. But that's just how it makes him feel. Like that, his brother is this super smart kid who has it all the fucking together.
1: But he and was though, like cause that. that's the <laughs> at the end, the fucking shuttle takes off. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> that was weird. I he, I feel it. like that inspired like Stewie Griffin.
0: Oh, oh probably, yeah, dude. I also had a theory. It was that he didn't eat. He wasn't eating much because his oh, mom. Oh, that's was, a, like, a good a terrible theory. cook. And like he was hallucinating, literally everything. So mm. like everything he was seeing, it was because he wasn't eating as, as much, or just eating very low, or he
1: was being poisoned,
0: or <laughs> by his mother. Which was what? What the fuck was up with the <laughs> for the the Christmas? And then it was just like TV dr- dinner trays or some shit. <laughs> like, what? The I guess they were like all the rage
1: that? in the eighties, bro. They're like, check out this new innovation. Yeah, TV dinners, bro. It's where it's at.
0: So I guess we.
1: Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say because even the girl at the dinner, she fucking, seemed so wowed by
2: it. Whenever they were at the fucking (laughs) hamburger shop. So uh, I know we've already kind of dive in, but do we have? Did y'all have log lines for this so we can give our listeners kind of an idea of all this craziness we're talking about?
1: Yeah.
2: Who wants to kick it off?
1: I'll go first, so we can get mine out of the (laughs) way. Better Off Dead is a movie that was better off never being born. John Cusack hated it, and so did Siskel and Ebert. French lady saves the day. No freedom
2: fries. (laughs) Uh, She didn't have any of those freedom fries. You're right. She just passed them on at the dinner table. Josh, Uh,
0: Better Off Dead a National Lapoon sister universe where Oscar Myers high school has a ski team. Peter Griffin puts his testicles on a French exchange student and everything is solved with the music montage.
1: Beautiful. Uh, he puts his <laughs> testicles on Even Peter Griffin, like at, that at the end where he found love just because some nerdy girl came up to him. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? It's,
2: bro it's mountain rules bro it's seriously mountain rules. seriously mountain rules dude. you don't get hurt and then you shatter your ankles
0: my ankles
1: are broken
2: it was all a distraction uh so yeah mine just uh in, uh in an offbeat suburban world a uh heartbroken teenager finds themselves in a cavalcade of Whimsical calamities, uh, alpine adversaries, and culturally eccentric family, unearthing the humorous quandary that perhaps we are all just better off dead. <laughs> nice. Well, especially when you got a relentless paperboy, killer skis cups, and, and an uncanny gift French exchange student. Like she could do everything, bro. Like seriously, what what did you like of, about it, Zach? If if anything.
1: Uh, let's see. I did, like, the crazy, um, race at the end where he was skiing on one fucking <laughs> <bucket laughs> leg. And I was like, what? Why is he doing it on one leg? Does he get extra points if he finishes, like, a little earlier? It's
2: just, it's just a big flex. No, it was just because the ski got broken. When, well, uh, obviously, was but it? I
1: mean, like... right if I were all the people down there, even if he um, came in like later, like by a second or two, I'd be like, he still wins. He did it on one
2: fucking leg. Like, yeah, that's true. He made it all the way down on one fucking ski. Like that guy that did that stunt like that had to have been a bitch. Like, right.
1: It just sure reminded me of fucking Sonny when they were doing the fucking backflips at the beginning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and <all that> shit. <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, I kind of like the, the paper boy. Like, that was always one of my favorite things. Just for, It just seemed creepy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this fucking nonstop, you know, coming at you. He he wants his $2. Terminator, man. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like
1: Greendale Community College is in the same city?
2: It, it, it probably should be, based on, like, the surreal shit that happens. Right. Like, it, it probably is, right? Like, <laughs> uh, and I thought, like, do you think that's where... uh? Trey Parker and Matt Stone maybe they they were a fan of this movie with the, the Loch Ness Monster Tree Fitty hmm. no Loch Ness Monster you're not going to get Tree Fitty from me um, no it's just I think there's a lot of tropes that like obviously probably were even beforehand but like you, I think when I watched the, uh, the the Sunny episode and I was like bro they had to have been fans of this movie like because it's just it encapsulates it so much. The speaker, like, Charlie's like, why are they saying our personal things over the speaker? Like, he's like, <laughs> Dennis is like, because we're the most important thing happening right now at this place. Like, <laughs> It's like, I want you to clean
1: yourself. Yeah, and only then okay. will you feel my power. Yes,
2: yeah, Tatiana.
0: <laughs> he's like, because I will enter you. <laughs> it's like, my God, man.
2: Mountain rules, bro. Mountain rules. Uh, but... But then, yeah, like, even the song that they
0: sang whenever Charlie was doing, it was like, oh, fuck, oh, man, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh. Whenever he was having sex with Tatiana or some shit, there was like a,
2: what oh, was the song that was playing? Um, shit, I don't remember. All I know is, like, going back to Better Off Dead is at the end of them having sex, he's playing the fucking saxophone and she's stroking the, the horn part of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> Better Off Dead, like, yeah his buddy charles Demar was like you should play bring out your saxophone bro like <laughs> so i was like jesus christ I, mean, I didn't realize how much like there was. were there
1: any other movies in the 80s that were like set on the mountain <laughs> because i, I feel, feel like, like this there movie was very specific if it wasn't <laughs> For Sagi oh, to pick up, you know?
2: <laughs> I feel like there were some other movies. I can't think of them on the top of my head. But that that was the beauty of the 80s. I was telling Josh, I said, the 80s was the height of, like, there were all these teen movies being made. And even, like, young adult movies. And all it was, it would be, like, skiing. Uh, fucking Rob Lowe was in a movie where he goes to Oxford. It's, it's called Oxford Blues, and he was on the road team. Right? Like, there was always, like, these weird... Fucking, uh, you had Rad, which was about BMX biking, Thrasher skateboarding. Like, you always had these movies where, like, there was this part of the movie like you're like, really? Like, this is the big thing here. Like, the ski, the slopes. I this, feel like it's it very, just... like,
1: white people movies during the 80s. Like, there was no, yeah. like, let's see if other people in the world would appeal to this. Like, in Texas, we were like, what the fuck is skiing? Like, unless you're fucking a right. wealthy Texan
2: yeah and of course here we have varsity blues right like that's the movie that's like oh yeah football friday night football yeah that's that's us right uh but like yeah, even yeah, the night sh- even the show that josh and i were watching that we finished last week uh the american-born chinese in that one it was a soccer team like in, in, in the high school treated the soccer team like it was like the biggest sport in the world like it was just like but that was kind of like an 80s thing like like how the whole high school shows up to see a race to see who's going to be the captain of the ski team. like, And what's will that does that actually happen, bro? Like,
1: I mean, in the 80s, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> what's that? The
0: Jamaican bobsled team. What, what year did that come out? That
2: was ooh, late 80s. Cool runnings. Yeah. Oh, cool runnings. Uh, let's see. 93. 93. Wow. Oh, wow
0: never mind that doesn't fit into the category of what we were talking about
2: <laughs> but no i felt like it, it bled over into the 90s like but like it really in the well, 80s... i mean was, varsity
1: blues was in the 90s so yeah yeah
2: yeah like it, but like in the 80s you just go like watch a rant like guy like be on a debate team or something and they made it seem like the debate team was the greatest thing in the whole school and like everybody about you know it's just stuff like that bro like just how off off the mainstream could we make like this little high school movie like what is their little uh, what we used to call those things those uh, clubs like whatever club it was extracurricular activity let's just go make it not let's not make it baseball or, or basketball or football let's let's find something obscure fencing we'll make it fencing
1: but um, that was like my problem with this movie like they didn't show enough of the skiing it was only like for 10 minutes at yeah. the beginning and then like 10 minutes at the end and the rest of it was like it's Christmas it, and the way they spaced the year it was like this oh, is so yeah. weird yeah, I mean the they are in a the north,
2: they are in a northern California town. So like they're going right. To- I didn't
1: realize that until the end when they started saying it again. Like they said okay. it maybe like in the back half, and I was like, when they showed the Christmas scene, I was like, what the fuck? Where in the mountains do you live where there's no snow during Christmas? And then they said California. I was like, okay, that makes sense.
2: That makes sense. And look on the on the the so they call it the K twelve slope, but like, do you think that was just him saying like? Growing at like kindergarten through 12th, it's just a, it just seems like a mountain that you have to traverse that kills you. Like I mean, lethal. it could
1: be. That's a good, that's a good take on it.
2: Yeah. That's what I, I realized is now I was like, Hey, tw- I didn't, I didn't remember what the slope was named. I just thought it was killer mountain or something. Right. Like <laughs> A triple black diamond. Yeah. I wish it yeah. was a triple black diamond <laughs> and Charlie skiing with two beers. That, that That's a good, that's a funny <laughs> one, bro. That's a good episode. So, Josh, what about you? What did you like about Better Off Dead? I think you kind of mentioned a little bit the surreal, like the National Lampoon vibe.
0: Yeah, it's it's probably it it more it is all of that. Just how things are just happening, just no explanation. The running gag of the kid that has the, you know, the two dollars and the kid that's seamlessly invincible falls off that that fucking cliff. (laughs) only to come back
1: dude that later, that dude. fucking like doll he use is so
0: funny dude. Yeah, like... dude. Uh, oh my god man like he he's just invincible he he is not of this world he is he it's just two dollars bro you can literally two dollars a lot pond, of money back in the day the dude.
2: Fountain. it was a lot sure. Dude.
0: sure yeah but you can easily go to a fountain and then steal those wishes. Like, those are somebody's wishes. And you're like, well, I made a wish to get all this money, you know. So yes, my wish.
1: What's your my favorite national you. lampoon movie, Josh?
0: I don't think I've seen enough. Uh that fuck, you have man. seen then. I would have to bring up a list. Cause I mean sometimes I always forget.
2: Give me a I'm gonna have to as much as I wanna make it like uh the Ch- a Chevy Chase movie, it's it's probably Animal House. Like that's probably my favorite
1: one mine's more biased since it came out closer to the time that i was like a kid to teenager
2: it would have to be van wilder okay that's a good one too i would have yeah. van wilder up there in like the top three probably and then there was what van wilder the rise of tosh remember that yeah, with with old sean was the name something Calpin. yeah yeah um you have the the Chevy Chase, like the National Lampoon Vacation, National Lampoon Christmas. Uh, what else is there? I feel like there's 15 of them, isn't there? Also, there's some that I've never even seen, though. like,
0: Yeah, I'm looking at all these ones that came out in like the 2008, 2009. I'm like, what the hell are these ones, man? Bag Boy, <laughs> One Too Many, Robodoc. <laughs> oh my god, what is this? Uh, I'm trying to read the, the little log line so I can give you a little something about this. Robodoc. A film about a perfect android doctor. A malpractice lawyer begins to look at Robodoc a different way. If he can't make a mistake, then there'll be no malpractice happening and no one will get sued. So now he tries to destroy Robodoc. For all it's worth. What the fuck? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? I don't know. It's a natural lampoon. And then
1: after that, there's this Transylvania, Endless Burner, Cheerleaders Must Die, Dirty Movie, Ratco, The Director's Son, Frat Chase, The Legend, and then 301, The Legend of Awesomest Maximus, Snatched, Surf Party,
2: Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, Dead. Like, what the fuck well, were all these movies? But even leading up to that one, yeah, even leading yeah, up to man. that, you have uh, Homo erectus, <laughs> 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 cattle call. Oh man, dude, I, I completely forgot that loaded loaded weapon one is yeah. is a national. I Lampoon. think that was my
0: first one I ever watched, and that one's a really fucking funny one. Well,
2: wow, I guess you know National Lampoon is out here churning them out, man.
0: Are they still making them currently?
2: I thought I saw one that said twenty. 20- no, hold on. 15 is the last one I see. The Drunk Stone Brilliant Dead?
1: Yeah, Fuck. unless there is like some made for TV. Now nothing more recent made for TV.
2: Yeah, there's a TV series in 2019 called the National Lampoon Radio Hour, but yeah, know I guess that was it, 2015.
1: Oh, we just need to get Disney to buy the rights to it. And, and the resurrected it it. out.
0: Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> What, what Naked Gun wasn't technically a National Lapoon movie, was it?
2: Uh, I don't think it was.
0: It still had that same feel, though. Where it's just, or just shit happens, like airplane and shit.
2: Yeah, and I would say there's a lot more of the airplane in One Crazy Summer. Pieces of it, like especially at the beginning. So, um, but do we have anything else to say about Oh, Oscar? Wiener Meyer? Olaine Meyer. I was like, well, there's that Wiener again. Like they they played it right into the movie for us. (laughs) I don't think so.
0: No. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else unless.
2: So I guess the question would be to before we transition, would you rewatch this movie?
1: Mm -hmm. I think one time's enough
2: to get the gist.
0: (laughs) Also, what the hell? Like I forgot to mention this like the French exchange student was somehow a master mechanic of American cars. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah, I mean she
0: was the first time over to America and knew how to work on an American car. Uh, but then again, it's 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 an 80s movie, but yeah, it's just
1: on like the mountain, that through it's, it's on the mountain dude. It's Mountain rules mountain
2: bro. Rolls. Mountain Rose uh <laughs> movie bro i mean that fucking episode it, like it was very like watching it i was like holy shit dude this is literally kind of like a, a call back to that movie certain part so um any actors in this movie that you're like oh shit i didn't know that, like they were in this movie um i know there's a lot of that in one crazy summer which josh your favorite little character i realized holy shit and then zach's name right here from fucking madman too yeah um uh, but uh, but in, better off dead anybody that was like, oh, shit, I didn't know they were in this movie. There wasn't a lot, I don't feel like. But in One Crazy Summer, there's a lot of people that you see, you know, later on in life take on different forms.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anybody in the first one except for John Cusack. I'm like, oh, right. my God, that's John Cusack.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, what I found out was a tidbit. Josh and both of you, I don't know if y'all realize, talking about One Crazy Summer, the crossing guard was Ricky Smith's mom in Better Off Dead. I didn't realize that because I was going through when I uh, Freddie Rumson right there when I was like, where have I seen this guy? So I was looking through the one crazy summer IMDb and then I saw the picture of the mom from Better Off Dead. I'm like, wait, that was the same actress, the crossing guard that you know when I was like, oh, if you make those faces and somebody slaps you on the back, you stay that way. I was like, shit, talk about two different looks, like right, I, and then I like
1: had no idea. I was looking for things in that movie because I was like, this feels like almost exactly even the little, you remember when he got, he was on the phone with her in Bitter Off Dead on Christmas and he got out the little teddy bear?
2: Yes. I feel like that teddy bear is the same one that the girl gave to the dog and put in his mouth. It was, dude. Josh Josh goes, isn't that the same teddy bear? I go, yeah, it literally is the same, like small little teddy bear. So like, yeah, there's a lot of. It, it was felt just like trying a to sequel. create his
1: own cinematic universe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I guess it was a spiritual sequel, maybe. Right? Wh- which um,
1: movie was the one where
2: there was like the Everybody Wants Some solo? That was in uh, Better Off Dead, when he's supposed to be making the hamburgers, and he'd go so on Frankenstein. It was perfect lineup for what we had watched just a few weeks ago. Yeah. I I, I thought about that in the moment. I was like, oh shit, Like this is just like a, as you said, we're in the Zachgeist. One crazy summer, a
0: comically absurd villain listens in on the cries of crustaceans. Two artists rise up to fight the man in order to save a house for foreclosure. I don't know if it was houses, house, whatever, a house foreclosure by beating them in a regatta.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, I'll go next. So the uh, amidst the sun-soaked town of Nantucket. An aspiring cartoonist finds his holiday marred by zany locals, unexpected romance, and a heroic quest to save a family home from greedy developers. One Crazy Summer, where absurdity reigns supreme, and each day might just be your most ludicrous yet.
1: Very nice. My name is One Crazy Summer is one lame movie. And if you're age 8 to 13 and enjoy the hijinks, this was a strange one, and don't
2: miss the big race do the what? Big race. Oh, the big race. <laughs> uh, I choose not to run. One crazy summer. Uh, so like I was saying, the beginning of it has a lot more of the airplane stuff, right? Like the graduation, like all the jokes, like the mom's like, oh, I washed, you washed it. Like, oh, you, so many people wear it. And it's, it's shrunk, right? Like he's wearing it shrunk. The high school's name is Generic High School. And they're walking and they're showing all the kids getting their cars and the little pet names their parents have for them. And they get to hoopses and it's a fucking I don't even know what that was. What was that construction equipment that he got? Like a it wasn't a crane. I don't even know what it was. Just a big hunk of yellow machinery, right? But uh, and then like the his friend who you know uh, Joel Murray, the actor who's been in Mad Men, um, he's at he was actually in the. Uh, a, a sunny episode. Uh, Frank's back in business. He was the guy that was trying to court uh, the guy that Dennis was taking over because they found the wallet. Um, he was he was in that episode, but uh, he, he has the tree on the top. He's like, I don't know why my mom thinks I'm irresponsible. And they move up, and you see the dead Christmas tree tied to that
0: whatever <laughs> that was
2: a limo ish type car. But uh, so yeah, it was a lot of like that like kind of airplane at the beginning, but then I feel like it kind of shifted into. I don't know, a little bit more zany stuff um, once you got past the opening and they got, like, him jumping the pier in that car and c- catching the ferry boat, you're like, okay, this is Well, especially when before
1: he jumped, like, you saw how far away
0: the boat was that yes, then it got to him, like, up, like falling mean. on it And, and the little what, what, when that, that punk that had the spiky people yeah. comes out and then, like, literally fish were impaled on his spikes, so I was like, yes. I like this <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude, Josh laughed so hard. Dude, like
0: <laughs> it was just like it wasn't necessary, but I was just like I'm glad it exists.
2: It yeah. was so weird that whole like setup
1: of the introduction of her cuz I thought they were going to elaborate on her like, you know, infiltrating and like robbing them and I thought there was going to be more there and it was like, no, this is just how we're introducing the motivation for the rest of the story. Right. She needed that money. He has
2: a grandpa and blah blah blah. And I was like, was well, weird?" Yeah um and look i will say when watching this movie even as a kid i was like i was never a fan of like him choosing her like i understood it i guess in a way but i was like i really liked the the blonde-headed girl whatever name was i was like i was like she's more attractive um but then then obviously demi became demi Moore. like she was still early in her career here but uh i will say that uh Josh, your your favorite who's your who was your favorite character in this Josh? Uh,
0: it probably was the main villain though, Dad. Yeah, the guy was just comically evil. Where he, <laughs> <laughs> whenever they put the boiling pot and you put the stethoscope in there and put the crush station in to hear the to amplify the cries of this lobster, and I was just like, what am I watching? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, and he kind it kind of kicks... reminded
1: me of Lois's dad and
0: oh, Family Guy, yeah,
1: Mr. Peter Schmidt, just like yeah, he's like such a wealthy asshole.
2: <laughs> so weird. So guess 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 who he was in in Seinfeld? Hmm. Do y'all know Seinfeld?
0: Wait, who, which guy? The guy yeah. that was doing the lobster stuff? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've been watching it recently, so I'm uh. Who was Zach? Zach? Do you, do you I, have I a guess? can't
1: think. I can't think of
2: who he is. He was is. the maestro.
0: Oh God. Um. Yeah, Bill Maestro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he would get, I Don't, don't call him Bill. Bill. Don't call him Bill. Or Bob, whatever it was. His name he's like Bob yeah, it was Bob or Bill. D- I, didn't he have shorter hair in that one? Yeah, Boy. he
2: does. He does. He does. And he's also in uh he also in Animal House. Um oh, okay. in that movie too. But yeah, no, when I was like but I felt like I seen him somewhere. I was like, no, I feel like I saw, and I was like, okay, I remember him in Animal House. I was like, but I've seen him somewhere else. And I was looking, I was like, holy shit, he was the maestro. I was like, that's funny, bro, because like you know, the maestro is kind of a dick. <laughs> Cause, you and know, like self
0: proclaimed. He's like, bro, relax. We'll call you a maestro when we feel like you're a maestro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's like, oh, because Leonard Bernstein developed or uh, conducted the New York Philharmonic. Like that's he. He can only be called maestro. I was like. Damn, bro, this guy's fucking salty. Dude, on an ego trip. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, who was your favorite character?
1: Mm, I would have to say the Freddie Rumson character. Like he yeah. kept like getting fucking farted on until he passed out. <laughs>
2: Nobody wanted to give him fucking CPR. <laughs> bro, that was kind of funny, dude. Like, that, that was. no, I'm 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 your senior. I'm a, I have seniority. Like the two guys are arguing. Oh man. Uh, especially at the end when he gets off the boat, that's my favorite part he goes. What's her was her name Kitty? Was that her name? The blonde-headed chick? Mm, I don't Cookie? Know. Was it Cookie? That is Cookie. Cookie then. sounds right. He's like, yeah, stop, let just, "Let's
1: stop kidding ourselves." Yeah, let's stop playing these games.
2: <laughs> Josh goes <laughs> Josh goes, "What games?"
0: <laughs> these games and then just proceeds to kiss her. I was like, "What the hell?"
2: Somehow it works. <laughs> it's so dope. <dumb. laughs> um, I always felt like uh, for some reason I always liked the Stork Brothers. Um, oh yeah, yeah especially old true. Bob Goldthwait. Like he's just freaking hilarious, bro. And I told Josh, I go, bro, is Charlie's character and it always sunny? Is 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 this as Egg Stork is is like? Or, like, is uh yeah, is, is the, Inspiration or is something. like, spirit animal. Because, like, there was a scene, like, after he got slapped, his brother got slapped by Teddy or whatever, and he's just like, did, did he hit you? I was like, this gave me a Charlie vibe from It's Always Sunny. I was like, I wonder. Like, it just... Yeah,
0: I, I, I even before you said that, like, I did have some inkling or some feeling that is, like, this kind of does remind me of Charlie Day and Sunny.
2: Yeah. Yeah but I always thought like when I saw Ocean's Eleven, like the two brothers in there, that's like Scott Kahn and uh, Casey Affleck, they're the two brothers in Ocean's Eleven. Every, when I first time I saw it, I thought about this movie One Crazy Summer, I'm like, I feel like they're the Stork brothers, they're just not as stupid but they have that little just dumb dynamic between the two of them. Uh, especially with oh, Egg is fucking telling the story, he's like, let me, let me tell you a story about a little boy who was fat. And he had a twin brother that he didn't look like. Because this is about you. No, no, no. It was, I grabbed that little kid. I was like, "Why are you so fat?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing in the past. I mean, like, we, like how we used to. Oh, we, I was fat too. We're all fat, kind of. Um, that it was a thing in the past is just to make fun of a, you. See a fat guy. Oh my god, look at that fat guy. You're fat, aren't you, fatty? And it's just, that, that was a joke. That was it. And people would move on with their lives. Now, <laughs> not saying that we should be doing that at all, but now it's more shunned upon because now it's become more normal that a lot of people are more obese. And yes, it's a little sad. Um, <laughs> that's what it was in the past. Like, have you ever watched that King of the Hill episode whenever Hank was in high school and he would he used to make fun of fat people? And there was this one party, he's like, hey fatty you are fat and it's just that's it
2: that was it that's all you had to do was point out the fatness and everybody would laugh
1: they're like oh man he's he's saying what's true
2: Yeah. a simpler time bro a simpler time um where
0: fat people were uh were a uh was a uh what do you call it uh a novel, you know, something to, to behold. Wow, there's yeah. a fat guy here. Wow, like we haven't seen so a fat uncommon. guy before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess that would mean now we just need to start pointing out the skinny people, bro. Look at you, you're so fucking skinny, bro. Like he's like, hey, I know. What's he's, so slim? he's like, I know, fatty. <laughs> and then everybody starts laughing. Oh, uh, and talking about, uh you know, I guess people who were in movies like sorry i just i just thought about when you said fatty i don't know why it made me think of jeremy Piven, because i guess i just feel like he used to oh, make yeah, fun of yeah, yeah. fucking turtle and fucking entourage about being fat so like when he said that i was like yeah that would be something how Harry he would have done
1: look exactly the same like his hair never changed like well, he, 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 it constantly looks like he's he's like losing his hair in right. that one spot but he never did so you know,
2: there there is a movie, I forgot where, like, maybe the 90s, where he literally is bald. Like, not all the way bald, but, like, just, like, his hair is pretty much almost gone. So, like, he definitely got the Bosley or something. But, mm-hmm. yeah, for the longest Absolutely. time, he's always been. Because wasn't he in, the, um, I think he's in an Animal <laughs> House, too, isn't he? He's in another oh, like, movie, early 90s, um, you know, early 80s. You know what
0: reminds me? Because y'all mentioned Bosley. Like after Zach moved out, like in the trundle of the bunk bed, there was little, little, uh, How dare little you literature of, of of pamphlets of Bosley. Zach, was dude, saying. I was
1: ahead of the curve, dude. Like I was never gonna let it go, dude. That's the thing. Like hair is power. We've had this conversation on the podcast before. Like hair is power. Hair is power, bro. That's what the whole.
0: That's what the look church at Jeff tried Bezos. to teach us.
1: Samson, dude. Samson, look at it. Yeah, that's,
2: that's what church taught look at us.
0: Jeff Bezos, though you don't oh. think
1: he's got a hairy fucking dick dude like he's got hair growing on the side and tip of his on dick, the dude. side of his dick bro. and the tip like, dude like he what yeah dude like he instead of like when he ejaculates it like comes out of his dick it like goes into the hair and he can just pull out and wring the hair out instead of getting people <laughs> pregnant dude like it's that, all, is dude. A that is nightmare fuel yeah <laughs>
0: I wish I didn't have that visual <laughs> visual in my
2: head. What the hell, man! <laughs> uh, uh, so the movie I'm thinking, like, so the movie before he actually one crazy summer was Jeremy Piven's second movie. He was in that movie Lucas that I always talk about with Corey it Um, but I mean, let's think about Jeremy Piven and Kusak movie. He's been with in this movie. Say anything. He was in that movie as well, and then serendipity. So I guess Kusak and Piven must be, you know decent friends I guess they they've done a few movies together over time they probably 69 each other oh nice and jo- and jeremy's telling kuzak hey man just i know a guy that can help you with your hair loss <laughs> his name's bosley but um dude i i completely forgot and i think josh said that when we were watching it and uh, maybe Zach, i don't know if you would agree but everything they did was just to set up a joke later kind of thing, right? Like, um, I completely forgot about it when he was, like, showing the the dad when he did the, the lobster thing, the old maestro, and then, like, you saw that model of the city or what he wants to develop that land for, and then sure <laughs> enough, when old fucking Egg put on that Godzilla suit, I was like, oh, shit, yes, I remember that he fucking, they, like, recreate a Godzilla scene um, and it was just so funny because it's just like, it's stupid, but like, it's just humor, man. It's it's uh, the slapstick kind of humor, I guess, in a way, right? Um, I feel like
1: the funniest thing that happened in the entire movie was whenever the rich kid drives up in his Ferrari and like almost hits him and he falls and touches the car and he just gets really close to him and whispers, Did you touch my
0: kid? <laughs> it was like, What the <laughs> fuck?
2: <laughs> that was kind of fucking funny. It's like a power move. It's just it is. like it's like,
0: what? <laughs> What'd you say?
2: What'd you say? And he goes, Did you did
0: you touch my fucking car? Like What does that remind me of? It reminds me of something.
1: Did you touch oh, my Oh, that kind of
0: reminds me of Sonny where he goes up to Santa. He's like, Did you fuck my mom, Santa? <laughs> he's like,
2: uh what? And he's like, Did you fuck my mom, Santa? Did you fuck my fucking mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, wasn't that kind of like it? That's the same vibe with the uh, in the mountain uh, episode when they grabs the burrito. Goes, did you come in my burrito? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. Like, no, oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> He's like, did you come in my burrito? I like, did not come in your burrito. But it
1: turns out at the end he's like, there's been a lot. When the cops show up, we found traces of his yeah, everywhere. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, and that guy was uh the guy that was asking him to come in a burrito. He was like an old 80s guy. Like he was in Can't Buy Me Love. He's in a few 80s movies. Um I wanna say he was Mal- he was the Malachi in Children of the Corn. Oh my god. Um But and then I never realized when. The guy, I forgot the other guy that was in the the roommate that had like was trying to get custody of his daughter. I was like, well, why does he look like Chris Farley? That's his brother, Kevin Farley. Oh Wait, shit! In, in that in the in that episode of Sunny, uh, the Mountain one, like the three guys, the roommates, the guy in the suit, that's that's Chris Farley's brother. Oh, hmm.
0: huh? I didn't even know he had a brother.
2: Yeah, I didn't know either because I saw him. I was like, why does he look like Chris Farley? And it stuck with me. And I like looked it up, and I was like, oh shit, he's literally. His brother. Yeah. So apparently, there's. I guess he has another brother named John Farley too. I guess they're all actors. I don't. I just don't. I've just never like
1: known. Until, I mean, clearly they haven't capitalized on the software that they used to get Paul Walker, right? To exactly. Be in the Fast movies, so Fact, we can make Tommy fast Boy
0: fast X, yep. or Fast
2: Fast Ten or whatever the hell they are on now. I think so it's Ten. We can make a Tom Tom Man. It's a sequel to Tommy boy. Now he's a he's a man and he doesn't go His by Tommy anymore. Coming. Fucking Fast X. Yeah, I almost
1: watched that yesterday just cuz I didn't know what else to watch at the movie theater.
2: What the fuck? Why? Yeah, that would I don't be know. Weird. I haven't
1: seen I haven't seen any other Fast and the Furious movies since fucking Tokyo Drift.
0: Jesus, yeah, dude. That's, that's like Bro, yeah, that's 7, seven ago. Movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it doesn't but, seem like a movie series that, you know, you yeah. necessarily have to have watched no, I all know, of them for it's about family it's about family but
0: uh, but then again if you start now you're not gonna not know who hobbs and shaw and fucking the guy that's aquaman that's in this one as well like you're not gonna know what's going on at all
2: jason they have beef bro yeah jason
0: (laughs) jason (laughs) Jason
2: (laughs) you literally should (laughs) have a podcast called jason mimosa and they just drink mimosas yeah they just drink mimosas and talk about life bro which uh, going back to Better Off Dead, bro, you know old Lane Meyer turned into Dom when he fucking souped up his car one afternoon, came mm, out, family, he right? He's <laughs> like, anything for family, anything for family. He's oh,
1: like man. My brother says suck my dick, I'll suck his dick. Anything
2: for family, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That reminds me of something I seen. It was like they were asking this Marine guy. I don't know if it was like a comedy bit, but it was it was funny. The lady was like would you rather suck one dick 10 times or 10 dicks one time? And he goes, Oh shit. He's got this dude's got like a big ass chew in his fucking lip. And he's like, Oh man, this is a fucking, this is a serious question. He's like, he's like, well, I guess if you, if you suck one dick 10 times, there's obviously some kind of connection or commitment there. So that's gay as shit. Give me the 10 dicks. Like,
1: I was like, what? You know, I'm the one that sent you that in the chat, right?
2: (laughs) You sent it to me? I sent that in our chat. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. Lately, my all of my chats, there's all kinds of shit coming through. Like everybody posting stuff, so I don't know where I'm getting it, bro. I'm just like, oh, I laugh, and then I'm like, okay, somebody else sent me something else. So, thank you, Zach. Thank you for that, because I definitely sent it. To <laughs> and I said, bro, this is you, bro. <laughs> I swear, there was another. I don't know if I sent y'all one, but it was another.
0: Like it was another podcast, but it was just a quick a, a clip highlight. Of these four guys, and like it literally starts off. He's like for million dollars. Would he's like Shaquille O'Neal, and and he hasn't even given the hypothetical. And the one guy's like, I'm sucking it. And he's like, Wow, let me finish <laughs> off. He's like, Wow. And everyone in the in the pocket's like, Damn, damn. Like he's like didn't even give the hypothetical I'm like, it. what it was. He's like, I'm sucking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. Shit cracked me up when I first saw it, man.
2: I'm sucking it.
0: It was like, that's, that's Zach right there. He's just like, I'm sucking.
1: it. <laughs> 100%. Bro, everybody has a price, Josh. What's your price? What would <laughs> you suck a dick for? How much?
0: How much? And
1: not like, you know, the high end. Like, what's the minimum of a lot that you would suck a dick for?
0: Well, I don't know if it's just money, or it would probably be a collection of things. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I, you're
0: like, just, it you're have like, to be sealed, complete in
1: box. You you're know? like, you're looking at it while you're sucking the dick. You're looking at the <laughs> you, you, you got your eye on the prize, dude. You're like, mm.
0: just, 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 if it's a collection, it's of given things, me the motivation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like, look at this PSA ten Charizard first edition Shadowless.
0: oh my god dude jesus christ priceless items man
2: so like for for so i'm guessing if someone offered you every gaming system known to man pristine like working condition all the games you would do it i
0: mean it would have to be literally everything that's what i'm saying
2: every like Go, go, even going all the way I mean, back. that's a to multi-million
0: like the, dollar collection, yeah. Yeah,
2: dude, like you're going back to Commodore 64s and fucking all of that, all of it, every gaming system ever made. Fuck it, why not?
1: <laughs> Do you think you could put a Ferrari engine in a boat and it would work?
0: Yeah, that I feel was. Like it would stall out. I feel like because there's so much resistance. I don't know. I feel like it would it would mess up the engine because. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. You probably could. You just probably have to do it the right way. I don't know. Those
1: those guys were like master mechanics to be able to, you know, do that with a Ferrari engine. They, a this,
2: boat. Yeah, they're the Stork Brothers, bro. That's that's what they do. You know, they they fix they rip off Ferraris and turn it into a boat while also being security guards for the yeah, movie. Yeah, they
0: have a they have a actual what do you call it? Uh, business. So. He's like, clearly they're both on the spectrum. So that's why, that's what they're actually really good at. You know, that's their one, like, whatever you call it, uh, speciality or whatever you want to call it.
2: But there's, there's savants savants in it, but obviously people find them weird so they don't get a lot of business. So that's why they have to moonlight as security guard for the movie production crew. That's filming the, what were the Dolphins with rabies? Yeah. Can dolphins get rabies? That would be interesting. I don't know. Do you like I mean, I think
1: technically, I think it's like a mammalian like mammals can pass it to each other. And since dolphins are technically mammals, probably, but like you would never how really would encounter out in the ocean, another mammal that would give them
2: rabies. Right. Yeah. Unless, unless the dog after what's his name kicked it, had rabies and like bit the dolphin. Maybe I don't, I don't can know.
0: We, can we talk about how bizarre fucking do- mammals in the ocean are? Like, like like especially like whales and dolphins, like
1: Did you see the thing on Reddit about like the increased boy. attacks by like since the early twenty twenties of like the killer whales attacking like vessels and stuff? Like the no. fucking oceans rising. Up, dude, yeah, right? I was about to say
0: the <laughs>
2: uprising, bro.
0: Isn't Holy that like an shit. episode of The Simpsons where the dolphins rise up or some shit yeah. and they all attack all the humans and push all the humans into the ocean?
2: <laughs> and I feel like we this is a movie and we'll call this the, the first house time. It's, a, it's a series.
0: Oh, yeah, Treehouse of Horror. It just reminds me of Chuck
1: Klosterman writing the next 75 years of human history based on the, I think it was the 75th anniversary edition of Esquire. And like, it was about a slow uprising of animals taking over us. And we eventually moved to the moon where we live in like VR simulations that require like less breathing and activity and our bodies Hmm. slow down.
2: Oh, interesting. It's like,
0: also, have you been seeing a lot of recently like, ufo on the f- ufos in the in the feed of like reddit
1: yeah bro i'm, ta- dude, I'm telling dude, you it's about it's, to
0: fucking
2: happen bro yeah dude everybody dude it's not only red it's everywhere bro like there's that- a,
1: apparently a whistleblower that's talking about like he knows the locations he knows the people that are keeping it secret he's giving all these names out like there, was it twelve
2: intact, twelve
1: intact
0: vehicles, right? Or, or, or yeah, perhaps. roughly, maybe or it's say twelve or more. I think. And then, but like, there was one speculation. There's no fact behind it because it's just hearsay. Is this one guy that found a uh, UFO spacecraft? Like, went inside and like oh, yeah. there was some sort of space distortion in it because like he was only in there for a few seconds. Left four hours and came back four hours later. But inside, he said it was the size of a fucking like football field what is a football field but i don't know what necessarily he saw in there but he said it was the size of a fucking football field which yeah is he he was like insane. he said he made
1: him nauseous because it's like it was 30 meters on the inside or on the outside but when he went in it was as large as a football field which is basically the premise of doctor who's tardis where it, it's a it's a phone booth but on right. the inside it's bigger bigger on the inside so that's i mean if all this ends up being true that would just be amazing
0: then what are they doing? Like, what are, are they just observing us? Like, what is the in game? Or do we have a deal with them that the government doesn't want to say anything? And that's why they don't want to, they want to keep it from us bro. because if they break this, this pact that they have, that the, the these people exist from, uh, uh, extra the extraterrestrials live in another world. Yeah,
1: bro. Just get ready for the first impact. Okay. The, hmm. the,
0: what is this? Evangelion. <laughs> that's
1: right, dude. And then, a lot of humanity is going to start living in underground cities called, like, Tokyo 3 and shit, dude. It's going to be fucking crazy, okay? <laughs>
2: Jesus, dude. Well, maybe that's uh, why Lane Meyer's brother got that spaceship together. He's going out there and he's doing a recon for us, and he'll come back with all the answers for us to survive the first well, wave. What well, I mean, I mean, is that be cr- one? Uh, what?
1: I was going to say, like, Elon Musk keeps tweeting to these things in answer, being like, for what it's worth, I haven't seen any evidence of aliens. I feel like he's going to be the guy, if aliens do show up, be like, I had to say that. I, I Yeah, knew they were right. there The whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like,
0: Fuck oh you. Fuck
1: you, Mr. Musk.
0: So, like, okay, have y'all heard about those kids? I think it was like in Australia or Africa, South Africa? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know where it was. There was like these bunch of kids that actually witnessed like these aliens come out of the, like, out of a ufo did y'all, y'all see that no mm-hmm. this was like years ago like they they're still alive and i saw a document i forgot what documentary it was but like they were like little kids and they saw these little aliens come out of this out of this ufo they they did see it and everything and they came out and interacted with them but they were talking about like they could hear their they could hear their voices in their head uh, telepathy they were hearing doing all that hear? shit so like they actually, physic. They've actually physically seen these things, and they were kind of terrifying. But they they did look humanoid. So to some degree, maybe they are us from the future. Because if they really are aliens from a different world, that I mean, like, who, so who is most
1: likely, what it's going to be if is their if, future humans probably. Yeah, if it's future humans, what it is and why we haven't really like been able to like address them up to this point is because there's something that happens at this time that makes time travel possible, and this is the furthest back they can actually go where we can interact with
0: them. Yeah, I feel like it is, because if it was an actual alien from a different world, they would be a completely different species. They wouldn't look uh, like a primate. or You know what I mean?
1: What if they're like, we're called the 45ers. Long live Trump. (laughs) They're just like Trump supporters (laughs) from the
0: future, bro. It's because it, it, like I, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson always Neil deGrasse Tyson always talks about this like if it is an alien from another world why is it because you look at it at a movie it's like all these when people are all these aliens are humanoid they all have the, the, the five fingers and or roughly five fingers the two legs whatever standing up like a human but you, you know it's, there's so many different things things they could be like what happens if it's a cockroach you know and it's
1: what happens if it's a gas cloud
0: a gas yeah it could literally be anything but they just a humanoid yeah it's always humanoid
1: dude it's just we're gonna have a watchman moment soon dude like that's it
0: (laughs) where it just obliterates us just just by waving the hand fucking do it obliterated
2: obliterated. this is how donald trump's gonna win the election because he'll he'll be like i created the space force for this reason nobody believes holy fucking
0: shit you're my god dude you know that my god
2: there's gonna
1: be like statues in space that people go and visit of trump (laughs) <laughs> just like when he dies, like how we have the Lincoln Memorial. There's going to be yeah. like the, the the first space war <laughs> memorial <laughs> fucking on, on the moon. It's just like a fucking 20 story fucking Donald Trump sitting there. Giga Chad mode. He's just got like hella abs and fucking pecs. And it's just his derpy, saggy face that's orange. <laughs>
0: And then then on the plaque it says thus here were the Star Wars or some shit like (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) Here's the man that prepared us for the first intergalactic war. Humanity lived to see another day because of him. He's like, it was huge. It was the biggest war. I I was the biggest, most ready president out of any of them
0: ever. That was huge.
1: Huge. But yeah, I mean, these movies... How do you feel like if okay, let's say aliens do show up mm-hmm. and they showed up during the eighties, how different do you think these movies would be?
0: Wait, what what
1: if aliens what? were a thing and these movies were made when aliens had already entered the stratosphere of human like society, like we're okay with it. Like, do you think there'd be an alien sidekick involved?
2: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. The, the, the character of like Lane Meyer's best friend would be an alien. It wouldn't be a booger from return of the nerd or revenge of the nerds. He would have like an alien sidekick who was like reading women's minds and telling him what to do. Yeah. Yeah. While also still trying to find some kind of drugs. Like he, you know, he like, that was his best friend was trying to find real drugs. So, uh, yeah I would think that one would definitely work in that one in one crazy summer. I think the Stork brothers would be fucking aliens, yeah like, but like they're like the really weak aliens or maybe they're half breeds they're half breed or- alien human. So like or yeah, they're, they're savants, but yeah. they get picked on because they look weird because they're not like Or moral. they're the
0: aliens like in Men in Black that use the whole body and the, the bot the human body's a machine, they open up their face. Yeah, just oh, like yeah, yeah. find me at Orion's belt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he said. I don't know. Uh, and what he
1: did is he just walked up and slapped him and said, Keep your wife's mouth out of my f- out your, f- <laughs> <laughs> your wife's <laughs> name out my fuck oh. Your wife's name out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> Keep my wife's day out of your about There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's been never so forget. long already, bro. never forget. So
2: long. Never forget. How do you think it would change the movie?
1: Or movies? I feel like maybe we this the the race wouldn't be in the ocean, it would be in space. And uh, would, yeah. And there'd be a bunch of like cause Star Wars had already come come out at this point. And so then there'd be like all these races to try and like uh mimic what Han Solo's you know right. the Kessel the, Run. Yeah, <laughs> there, there would be the Kessel Run <laughs> annual race in space.
0: You did the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. He's like, he's like, it was eight or some shit. He's always like fixing it because everyone's always just exaggerating it or some shit. God, man, I always forget about that. And he, I need to and, that movie. I mean,
1: the most important thing is like, um, I really do like that about the Han Solo movie that they explain what the Kessel Run is. Right or, or uh, how how why it's important that he did it in X amount of parsecs because parsecs is a unit of time or a uh, distance, not you know speed. And whenever you hear it in the movies, you think it's mm-hmm. like he did it really fast, but he did it in a really short amount of space. Yeah, by flying through that fucking what was it? A, fucking an asteroid
2: field or like
0: sp- it was like a cloud storm or some shit. Yeah, yeah, a space storm or some
2: shit. Yeah. Which is why he didn't give a fuck about flying through the asteroid field and *Empire and Strike's back. Right? Like, yeah, C-3PO is always like,
0: it's 100-something million to one. He's like, he's never like, don't tell me, me the, tell the me odds.
2: odds. Yeah, never tell me the odds. God, and <laughs> Don't every every get time cocky, that, kid.
0: Uh, every time in that asteroid field, that's where the music just peaks, man. It's like, oh, so good. And of course, it peaks again over at, what, episode three? You know, with the the battle, of the duel of fates or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts on these movies? I mean, they were
1: fun. I mean, I like I said before, if you're a kid in the 80s, I feel like they would have been fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, same thing. They were uh, movies of their time. Uh, they're entertaining to watch. They uh, all have a music montage to them which Mm -hmm. makes them, uh, that solidifies them, that solidifies them in the 80s,
1: 80s, in the 80s, the 80s, the (laughs) the
0: 80s, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, good movie. Good.
2: No. Yeah. I would just say, obviously they're minded. they have a lot of nostalgic to it, but I, I do agree. They are, they encapsulate a time, um, that, you know, America was great, you know? And, uh, wow <laughs> no i <I'm> joking <laughs> actually the 80s were a repressive time fuck you Ronald reagan uh so but no yeah i these movies like watching them again now especially after we've seen so many different things and and in like pairing it with that episode from oh it's always sunny like you can see that regardless like you know they're they're, they're worth a, wa- a watch for most people like some people aren't gonna like it but i mean they're just quirky surreal movies and you can see like how they kind of like inspired or influenced other people, like especially a lot of people my age. Um, so it's just uh, it was good to go back and see them um, during the summertime, um, during this new free form. We'll go and you know different, you know, we're not genres, so like it's good to like because I don't know if we would ever see these movies in like in, in a structured, you know what I mean, uh, season. I mean, we're, this is a nice to like kind of branch out and and. and uh, go back to some old movies and, and re-experience them. Cause dude, I haven't, dude, I haven't seen these movies of, probably since I was like 15, 16. That's a long ass time ago, man. So it's like, it's kind of new, even though I know what's going to happen in the movie, it's new to kind of see it and, and re-experience. It. it was, it was, uh, it was fun to share this with my two, my two bros. So next week, what do we, what do we got on the docket? Do we want to do a, audible and watch
0: alien documentaries
2: that could be fun i'm I'm all for it plus we, we haven't actually tackled any documentaries so um that'd be an interesting conversation like documentaries why, why do people watch them <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah what right makes a good, what makes a good documentary <laughs> like because <laughs> i used to not be a documentary person so i feel like i've gotten become more of a documentary person over the last like 15 years but okay so which ones are we going to watch i mean i guess obviously oh, that sure. bob lazar one would probably be for sure the one right one I think of that's
1: them. a good one um well, what was yeah. the other one was it unconfirmed? unconfirmed remember that one let me double check i feel like that was a good one which one is that one
2: that Was the one with the guy who was like doing the meditation yeah close encounter close encounters of the fifth kind Okay. Dr. Stephen Greer examines details surrounding his alien visitation disclosure movement. So the next week it's Bob Lazar, Area Fifty One, and flying saucers. Right? Is that the one?
1: I think so. I thought there was another one, but that's the only one I can find nowadays.
2: And then, uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. We'll, we'll watch these two documentaries and uh see how that episode goes. That is going to be interesting. It'll be a different, uh, a different take. I don't think any of us are documentary connoisseurs. Like, I don't even know why documentaries work, but they work. All right, well, I guess uh, we'll call it a wrap. Um, make sure you stay away from any uh, cute furry bunnies out there, people. Stay safe. See you. Bye.